The Nationalist, Thursday the 30th of December 2021. Main front page headline. Garda warning as Carlo sees big spike in online crime. Article by Michael Tracy. A big rise in fraud and economic crime in Carlo has been driven by online and mobile scammers. The biggest increase in any crime in Carlo this year was in the fraud and economic crime category. At a recent meeting of Carlo Joint Policing Committee, Superintendent Aidan Brennan revealed that so far this year 101 offences have been recorded, compared with 61 during the same period last year. He said the news would not be a surprise to many. The scourge of emails, texts, phone calls telling you that you have packages to collect. Superintendent Brennan said Gardaí have been carrying out an information programme warning people not to disclose information to suspicious calls or texts. Banks have also highlighted that they will never ask for details by text, email or phone. Sadly, people are victim of these types of crimes, the superintendent said. They can be lucrative, so we ask people to be alert. Fianna Fáil councillor John MacDonald revealed that he had been a victim himself recently. It's very easy to get caught. I got a simple text message from Bank of Ireland that there was suspicious activity in my account. Without thinking, I clicked on the link without entering any numbers and they were able to relieve me of funds from my bank account. Thankfully, I contacted the bank and they reimbursed me. Superintendent Brennan warned, It's nameless people on automated systems. I got two messages today myself that I had a package from Amazon waiting for me. We really just have to educate communities. Do not engage with any online transactions like that. It's most likely a fraudster. Councillor Finton Phelan wondered whether Irish mobile providers could help. These numbers are indistinguishable from regular phone calls. Where are people getting these numbers from? Surely something can be done nationally. Superintendent Brennan said mobile companies have been canvassed to develop a blocker or identifier of these scam calls. I believe scammers are using some type of algorithm that copies the number they are trying to ring. I got a call from a number that was very similar to my own. He added, Something has to be done about it. It's the new type of crime we are dealing with. Councillor Arthur MacDonald said the calls were coming from outside Ireland and he wondered about prosecutions. I think a lot of them are from Eastern Bloc countries, he stated. Ballon magazine is full of interesting articles. Article by Suzanne Pender. A bumper edition of the Ballon Ratho magazine connected is in the shops now, brimful of news and views from around the area. This marks the fourth edition of the Community Magazine, a 44-page high-gloss colour production full of all the happenings from the area in 2021. Produced by Breda MacDonald and Fidelma Joyce with an introduction by Father James O'Connell, the magazine features reports from local GAA clubs, community games, athletics in rounders, with articles highlighting some great successes, including national medals won by local children in various community games competitions, and of course, the Women's FAI Cup medal won by Kate MacDonald. The cover shows Bertie Murray and his vintage plough, and his successes are detailed in an article titled Passion for Ploughing, by his daughter Jean Tompkins, along with his achievements in badminton and athletics. 
The success of Balan village in pride of place and tidy towns gets space, as do the activities of Balan and Ratho National Schools. Fidel Majoice writes about pride in the flag and expresses disappointment at the tearing down and burning of the rainbow flag in Balan, while she also interviews Balan's new pharmacist, Syrian refugee Fadi Al-Mazri. Breda MacDonald takes readers on a walking trip from her childhood and in so doing recalls many people from the area who have long since passed away. Other contributors are Cathy Reddy, Jim Hogan, Thomas Brophy, Peter Scully, Shauna Downey, Maura George, Michael Dawson, Marco Byrne, Tommy Kerwin, The Smithers Family, Bernie Mullins, Ronan Brown, Mary Jordan, Mary Stratton Ryan, Aoife Carroll, John Donahue, Linda Kenny, Neve Doyle, Vanessa Dowling, Des MacDonald, Carmel Maloney, John Kelly, Emma Byrne, Podrick Lawler, Alan Ramsbottom, Paddy Brown, Olive O'Byrne, Shona Nugent and Michael Martin. The inside of the back cover is written by Father O'Connell and is, well, judge for yourself. The magazine costs just €5 Euro and is on sale in all the shops in Ballon, at Joe O'Toole's in Tullow and from Anne O'Connor in Ratho or Breda MacDonald, Greg Lug. Lecture explored grim records of Carlo Jail. Article by Michael Tracy. Carlo's grim history was explored in a recent history talk when surviving jail records and the infrastructure of the former prison were discussed. Christopher Power from Carlo Library gave a presentation in the Seven Oaks Hotel to Carlo History and Archaeology Society on the prison where Carlo Shopping Centre is now located. The county is particularly fortunate that rarely seen records from some of the most extraordinary periods in Irish history have survived. They form a fascinating, accessible collection of material containing detailed accounts of ordinary people's lives. During the lecture, documents outlining the misery and desperation of crimes committed in rural and urban Carlow were described in detail. Harrowing records of deportation and hard labour, commonplace punishments, were recounted. Reference was also made to more serious crimes, which invariably resulted in worse punishment. Desperate, homeless and mentally unwell citizens faced the full rigours of the law and the harshest of sentences and were subjected to unknown misery. Familiar family names from across the county signified the real people living through terrible times. The 1798 rebellion and individuals associated with that period were discussed. Among others, Justice Lord John Cornwall, who resided in Michel and was synonymous with the song The Croppy Boy, was featured in fascinating documents administering justice to desperate unfortunates. The earliest documents described in the lecture were from 1763 and related to the feeding of bread to hungry prisoners in Carlow's first and long-forgotten jail. Mr Power has a keen interest in local history and has written a number of articles and books in relation to Carlow, Wexford and Wicklow. <laughs>